Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm Angela Hauk, founder of the international online coaching business, Team Ange. I'm an expert in building muscle and losing fat, a natural figure and fitness pro athlete with the UFE, and a lover of everything personal development. I'm a mom, a businesswoman. Most days, I just feel like a hot mess trying to keep it all together. I spent the first two decades of my life overweight, tired, hating vegetables, and living off Pepsi. I got sick and tired of feeling tired every day and decided to transform my life. This fitness and nutrition podcast is dedicated to educating and empowering listeners on all things training, nutrition, and personal development. I'm on a mission to help you improve your body, achieve your goals, live a confident and fulfilled life stepping into your full potential. So let's help you transform physically and mentally to a person that's been hiding underneath all along. Let's do it. What's up, guys? I am very excited for today's episode. It has been a long while since I've done a solo episode. Today, we are talking all about flexible dieting, counting macros, how to get started, how to figure out your numbers, and how to plan out your days to be incredibly successful with this nutrition strategy. First off, I wanted to talk about how flexible dieting was able to help me escape from binge eating, really. Before that period, I was trying to stick to a really strict meal plan, eating the same damn meals every single day. And then I learned about flexible dieting. And what essentially flexible dieting is, is instead of eating certain good or clean foods and excluding everything else, you essentially have a macronutrient target. So that includes proteins, carbs, fat, fiber and then you get to pick the food choices that you like so if you're somebody that doesn't like rice you don't have to eat rice or maybe you don't like potato or you don't like beef or whatever it is but you're really able to be in the driver's seat when it comes to your nutrition choices does this mean that you can eat ice cream and cereal all day long and still hit your numbers more than likely not but you are really able to participate in social events and be able to stay on track with your nutrition way beyond the period of working through a fat loss phase. So I really, really enjoy flexible dieting. I have seen awesome results for myself and for the people that I work with and I wanted to take some time today to share it all with you. So in terms of getting started, what in the world matters when it comes to flexible dieting? Number one is the total amount of calories that you are taking in. So really, this is the most critical aspect of any diet. In order to lose body fat, you got to create a deficit in some way. So really, that just means instead of eating at maintenance or eating in a surplus, we have to create a deficit, which is the root way that we're able to lose weight. So it doesn't matter if you're going to do paleo or clean eating or keto, anything that creates a caloric deficit is really just going to make sure that you're able to get great results. So there's a lot of hype surrounding these kind of fad diets. And in my opinion, it's really about what nutrition strategy could you see yourself sticking with for an extended period of time. If you're somebody who really loves eating a lot of fat, perhaps keto is a good route for you. But really, it comes down to can you create a deficit in terms of the amount of calories that you're consuming? And then 
there are specific macronutrient intakes that are going to lead to better results. So there's a lot of research that supports in consuming more protein is going to help out with rebuilding tissue and your body has a harder time trying to break down protein. So we also can see that we burn a few extra calories by making sure that we get adequate protein. And we're going to get more into that as the episode goes on here. The next component is... Of the calories that you're consuming, where are those calories coming from? So this includes your intake of carbs, fats, and protein. So diets with higher protein have been shown to be thermogenic, just like I said. So digesting them burns more calories and produces more favorable body composition outcomes. So when it comes to that, we're going to dive into how much your percentage should be carbs, how much your percentage should be fats, but just knowing that the three things that matter are your total amount of calories, where those calories are coming from, and then the third thing is fiber. So fiber is also thermogenic, essentially at the same level as protein. So fiber really is something that your body is going to have to break down, and in that case, it's going to burn more calories versus something that doesn't include fiber with it. In fact, fiber is so powerful that many of the perceived negatives of sugar intake are actually more due to the fact that high sugar diets are typically low in fiber. If fiber intake is sufficient, sugar intake becomes less problematic, likely because fiber slows down digestion and reduces the glycemic load of a meal. So again, what is going to help you alter your body composition when it comes to dieting or being in a fat loss phase? It's calories, macros, so where those calories are coming from, and last is fiber. So what in the world do you need to be successful with counting macros or flexible dieting? So number one is you need to have a basic knowledge of what types of foods are high in protein, carbs, and fats. You can go online and find some really great resources in this place. I also have a flexible dieting guide that's available on my website, AngelaHauk.com, which will give you some good infographics that will help you with this particular knowledge. So knowing what types of foods are high in protein, fat, and carbs will help you choose the right foods to accurately hit your targets each day. So when you're looking at those infographics, you can essentially be looking at, okay, what's a big list of foods that has a lot of protein? What's a big list of foods that has a lot of carbs? What's a big list of foods that has a lot of fat? And you can use those quick reference guides or those infographics to really hit those macro targets each day. Number two, you need to have the tools to accurately measure your food. So I generally always suggest a food scale, essentially measuring in cups or eyeballing or even spoonfuls doesn't necessarily mean that you're tracking the exact amount that you are consuming. And it's crucial that you have the ability to accurately track what it is that you're putting into your body. So if you're doing it in cups or tablespoons or spoonfuls and not doing it in grams or ounces, which a food scale would elicit, you may find yourself feeling as though you're not eating all that much food and why aren't you losing weight? And it could just be a circumstance that there's some inaccuracy between what you're tracking and what you're consuming. Number three, in terms of what you need to successfully flexible diet, is you need to learn how to read a food label. So no Knowing how to read a food label is extremely important. Just because a product lists a serving size doesn't mean that that serving size works into your daily macros. Also doesn't mean that 
like say for example the serving size might only be 20 grams but you're assuming that it's the entire bag in which case maybe you're tracking the single serving but what you're consuming is more than that so you need to make sure that you understand how to read a food label and how to track that so that you're being successful with your dieting efforts. Number four is you'll need to keep track of your macros. Some people do this with pen and paper. I believe your most efficient ways to do it in MyFitnessPal. You can set up an account very easily for free at MyFitnessPal.com or download the app onto your phone. So those are the four things that you need. You're gonna need to, again, have a basic knowledge of what types of food are high in protein, fat and carbs. Number two, you need to accurately measure your food. So essentially a food scale is what you'll want to pick up for that. Number three, you need to know how to read a food label and then accurately track using the food label. And number four, you need to keep track of your macros, typically with MyFitnessPal. Next, let's figure out where we start with our numbers. So ideally, before you begin a diet, you would spend several weeks at your maintenance calories to see if you actually do maintain here. So I typically recommend that you weigh in the morning upon waking after using the bathroom every day and then taking an average of those weights for the week. Based on how much you gain or lose on a certain calorie amount, you're going to get a pretty good idea of what your maintenance calories are. Now, in terms of calculating your daily macros, I recommend that you would just take your maintenance amount of calories, use those numbers, and then be able to create a deficit from there. So for example, you're eating 1,800 calories, you're maintaining your weight there, creating a deficit would come from knowing those maintenance calories. Now, if you don't want to do it that way and you want to kind of figure out what your numbers should be, you can also go to a few really great calculators that you will find online. So one of my favorite ones is on the Diet Doc. Dot com. So you can head on over there, you'll put in your age, your height, your activity level, and then it computes some pretty good macros as a starting ground for you. So that's what I would typically recommend in terms of setting up your numbers if you're not going to take the time to figure out your maintenance calories beforehand. So sometimes we don't necessarily have the time based on when we want to be lean for or when we're hoping to get to our fat loss goals. We may just want to start off with some numbers and using a calculator will at least give you a starting ground. Keep in mind that these are just some starting numbers. Do they mean you're going to be able to get to your results right away? Possibly not. They're just a starting ground which you can build on. So you create a deficit. You again continue to track your weight first thing in the morning after you've went to the washroom and then you see the way that your body is responding to that. Now in terms of the basics of macros, why in the world do we need proteins, fats, and carbs to be able to function with our health. So proteins, they essentially are gonna help you with muscle building repair. They're also gonna help you have a faster metabolism because your body needs more energy to be able to break down proteins within the body. Protein also helps with feeling full and also helps boost your immunity or increase your immune health. Fats, we need those guys for healthy hormone levels, also gonna help with nerve function and vitamin transport. And then in terms of carbs, you need those guys for daily energy, fuel for movement, and then also brain function. 
when it comes to fiber. Essentially, fiber is going to help prevent constipation, improve your blood sugar, lower your cholesterol, and feed the um, microbiome in your gut. So that's why we need each of those proteins, fats, carbs, and fiber, and what in the world your body does with them when you end up consuming them. So when we're looking at flexible dieting, we really want to look at it as a daily allowance. So we want to think of our macros as a budget. You have macro money, and the currency is grams of protein, fat, and carbs. And you essentially get to decide where you want your macro money to go each day. So it's okay to spend your budget however you want to, just like you can in your life, but some foods are going to be more expensive from the standpoint of they may be really high in carbs or they may be really high in fat, and that's just something that you want to make sure you're taking into consideration when you're planning out your day. So let's say, for example, you really want to have a donut and you want to work that into your day. It's not that you can't do that often, it's just that you have to make sure that the rest of your numbers work out for the rest of the day and if you blow your macros early you may put yourself in a really challenging position later in the day so for example let's say you end up blowing your carbs and fats spending those guys a lot on what you're consuming for breakfast and lunch you may get yourself to dinner and have to consume like 140 grams of protein all in one sitting which is something that I generally wouldn't recommend so that's really your perspective with it what I like to do in terms of teaching people about flexible dieting and about planning out your day is to follow these particular steps to ensure that you space out your protein, to ensure that you get adequate amount of fruit and vegetables for to get your vitamins, minerals, and fiber, and really just make sure that you're planning out your meals throughout the day to be successful with hitting your macro targets. So the way that I suggest that you guys do that is number one, flexible dieting, allows for treats. So if you know there's something that you really want to work into the day, generally I would add that first. So let's say you know you're going out with a girlfriend in the afternoon and you know that you really want to have a scone or you really want to have a donut that's there. Add that in first and then you can work your way backwards when you're planning out the rest of the day. Step number two is determining how much protein you're going to need at each meal. So you want to take your daily protein target and divide this by the number of meals and snacks that you plan to eat. Generally, I suggest dividing it by four. So let's say you had 157 grams of protein was your daily goal. You would divide it by four because you would do breakfast, lunch, dinner and then all of your snacks combined as one you wouldn't necessarily be having them all together as one but it's nice to kind of combine them equally and distribute your protein that way so this would equate to about 40 grams of protein per meal so your next step is going into your my fitness pal or however you are doing your tracking for the day and planning out all your protein sources so you may choose okay for breakfast i'm gonna have an egg or I'm going to have an omelet and it's going to have a couple of eggs, maybe some egg whites, and you're going to add that into your breakfast. Perhaps for lunch, you're going to have some salmon, and then maybe for dinner, you're going to have some steak. So you're just going to go, you're going to add those numbers into your MyFitnessPal, and you're going to try to get to that 40 gram protein goal for each of those categories. So for breakfast, you want to change and adjust those portions until you get it to whatever your protein goal is supposed to be for that particular meal. Do the same thing for lunch, dinner, and for snacks, and then you've evenly distributed your protein throughout the day. Next step is adding a fruit 
and or vegetable to all of your meals and snacks. So this may come in the form of if you're making that omelet for breakfast, perhaps you're adding in some more vegetables to make it a more robust omelet. Or perhaps you're doing fruit on the side, something like some berries or apple or orange or something of that nature. And you'll do the same thing for lunch and dinner, keeping in mind that you want to really get that fiber up to a minimum of 15 grams. And you really want to make sure that you are getting to your carb goal, mostly with fruits and vegetables. And then from there, we'll see what your carbs and your fats are left with for the rest of the day. So you might have some carbs left over and you might decide you want to add in some potato or maybe you want to turn your lunch into a wrap or maybe you want to add in some fats by adding in some almond butter, peanut butter or nuts throughout the day. But you're going to go through and you're going to add those additional items. Again, referencing back to those info graphics with lists of carbs or lists of fats if you're not sure what to add there and then you'll want to adjust the portions of your macro numbers until each of them are within 10 grams if you're just getting started or if you've been tracking for a while my goal for you would be to get it within 5 grams so you'll adjust the portions accordingly till you have everything balanced and there you go you have your day all planned out and you were able to get to your specific target so That doesn't necessarily happen overnight. If you are just getting started with flexible dieting, it's going to take you some time to build up the confidence and to really get yourself to a place where you are feeling confident with your ability to hit those targets. But by using that planning template and following that system day after day, you're going to find that these habits are happening more automatically for you. And you're going to find that it's going to be a lot easier for you to do them on a consistent basis. And that's where a roadmap, or in this case, a template is something that can really guide your decisions versus doing it meal to meal, in which case you may find it really tough to get to your macro targets. So that is the way that I suggest planning out your day as you're first getting started or perhaps if you've been flexible dieting for a while just to make sure that you feel awesome when it comes to your energy and you're able to be really consistent when it comes to hitting those macro goals. Now let's talk about some of my tips for mastering macros. So when you're a beginner at tracking macros, there's certainly no shortage of new information to soak in. In fact, you might be wondering how you're going to go about accurately hitting your macro targets when you're just learning what a macro is. So you may find that some of these tips are a little bit beyond you right now and that is totally okay. You can always come back to this podcast and continue to build on it. But this is really when we're trying to get from being good at macros to really mastering it day in, day out. So number one, planning ahead. Success comes from planning. At a minimum, I suggest planning out the protein sources the night before or in the morning. The worst thing that you can do is try to go meal to meal and just assume that you're going to have the right amount of numbers to hit your targets. That planning ahead is going to make a big difference in terms of your consistency at being compliant with hitting your targets. 
Tip number two, if you wait until the end of the day to add up your macros, you are going to miss tracking things. You are going to have a really hard time being consistent while tracking. It's really important that you add as you go versus waiting till the very end of the day to add everything because then you can really make those changes as the day goes on. For example, maybe you ran out of fat at lunch and if you're not tracking, you may go way over or you may find that you have to get 80 grams of protein at the end of the day and really just not allow yourself to be consistent and be satisfied from your meals because you're not tracking as you go. You're also going to not necessarily get the best results from flexible dieting because you might be missing things if you're just hoping to remember the things that you consumed earlier in the day. Tip number three, you want to make sure that you're minimizing your hunger by choosing high fiber and high volume carbs. So high fiber foods are going to help you feel full even if your macro numbers are low. So if you find yourself still very hungry after eating up your allowance of protein, fat, and carbs, you may want to consider the foods that you're choosing. So carb options that are higher in fiber will absorb more slowly, thus helping you feel fuller longer. So some of my go-tos in relation to this is I love cauliflower rice, completely obsessed with it because you can eat so much of it and still not have it be high in calories. I also love zucchini, spaghetti squash is one of my favorites, and even berries, they're really great. Raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, they're going to stretch a little bit further than your bananas, apples, and oranges. So really, if your numbers are low, or even if they're not low and you're finding yourself hungry, it's important that you're choosing high fiber, high volume carbs that are going to make sure that you feel awesome throughout the day. Tip number four, investing in some protein powder. When it comes to protein powder, it's really the easiest way to make sure that you're hitting your protein target on a consistent basis. You won't have to worry about making sure that the meat is unthawed and ready to rock and roll. You can certainly just use protein powder to make up the difference to ensure that you're consistent with it. The one that I absolutely love is Core Nutritionals Protein Powder. If you're looking for the most versatile protein powder that they offer, you're going to want to make sure that you pick up the Core Pro. It's an excellent protein powder. And for those that are looking for a dairy-free option, I recommend that you use Vega Sport Performance. It's absolutely excellent. Also comes with glutamine, which helps with gut health. So both of those would be great options. But certainly having one on hand just ensures that you're able to be really consistent with hitting those daily protein targets on a consistent basis. Tip number five. Try new foods and recipes that stretch your macro allowance. So throughout your quest for macro-friendly food options, people often encounter and fall in love with the whole new world of foods. So there are so many great macro-friendly options out there. Just go to Google, search in macro-friendly recipes, and you are going to find a whole amazing world that is out there in terms of the ways that you will be able to satisfy your cravings for sweet or cravings for salty. There are so many great options that are out there now that are not going to blow the budget. So you may really want to have a lasagna, right? You can have a lasagna that's going to be like 800 calories or maybe you're going to have a lasagna that's 300 calories. So exploring what is out there in that department is really going to help you be successful with stretching your macro budget as far as possible. 
Tip number six, you can have anything but not mountains of it. The beauty of flexible dieting is that you can eat whatever you want as long as it fits into your macro allowance. So what does this mean? It means that you're more than welcome to enjoy a slice of cheesecake without guilt and remorse. What does this not mean? You probably can't fit an entire cheesecake into your targets for the day. It's fine to indulge in a treat that you've structured your day around, but when having those treats means smashing through your macro targets, you're no longer flexible dieting. It's important to manage your food choices and your portion sizes and ensure that you're consistently hitting your macros. So that's just one of those things you want to make sure you are keeping in the back of your mind when you're trying to mash your macros. Work those yummy delicious things in on a consistent basis but be mindful that when you have an abundance of it it's going to be tough to build your the rest of your day around those numbers tip number seven Try not to get overwhelmed. I know talking about grams and ounces can be a little bit overwhelming and consuming and maybe just feel like too much. Deciding to make a major life change can often seem overwhelming, especially when it involves learning to track food. Keep in mind that the better you get at tracking, the easier it will be to hit your target. But you can't expect to be perfect right out of the gate, so just manage that mental part of it. You're going to have to go through the process of learning. There is going to be that learning curve. But you will eventually, over time, become more proficient at picking and combining foods, choosing portion sizes, and tracking macros consistently. So give yourself the forgiveness, continue to work on it, know that it's a new skill and something that you're going to have to build on. It's not going to come completely perfect, so that is a-okay. So remember, it is a skill and something that you could potentially use for the rest of your life. So you want to make sure that you are learning as you go and giving yourself the forgiveness as you're going through it. Now, when it comes to tracking in MyFitnessPal, some people can really find this time-consuming or overwhelming. So I wanted to give you some time-saving features that I'm using on a regular basis. Number one, saving meals, copying meals, creating recipes for your recipe box and using the scan barcode feature are the four things that I use on a regular basis to ensure that I am maximizing the amount of time that I'm using for this particular nutrition strategy. So when you are looking to save your meals, if you're looking at the MyFitnessPal app, you're going to see three little dots that appear underneath each of the categories that you're tracking. So say you're tracking your breakfast. Once you've added your items into there, you see three little dots. You'll be able to save that combination of foods as a meal so that you can use that in the future. Now, any of the meals that you save will now become one of the tabs when you're adding a food into your food diary, and that's something that you can use on an ongoing basis. You can go into the main homepage from the app, and down in the right-hand corner, I think there's something that says something like more. In there, you'll see my foods and recipes, and in there, you can create recipes either by pulling them from a website very easily or adding 
recipes manually. So you may make big batches of food that you're going to consume throughout the week and you'll be able to take those recipes, use them on a regular basis and be able to quickly save time versus having to add in every single item every time that you use it. The last one is the scan barcode feature. So MyFitnessPal from the MyFitnessPal app allows that you can scan a barcode just from the box of crackers or from the item that you're using and then you can get up all of the macros for it and you'll be able to add that into your MyFitnessPal account very easily. So those are the main ins and outs of flexible dieting that should give you guys some great starting tools in terms of getting started with counting macros. If you're not sure about anything that I've explained in today's episode, know that I am always available to answer your questions. Just send me an email at Hauk. Angela at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram or even send me a message through the contact page on my website. I'm always happy to help you guys along the way with this particular process. Now if you're interested in learning more about anything that I talked about in today's conversation today's podcast you can certainly head on over to my website I have the ultimate guide to flexible dieting on there within there you're gonna get all the ins and outs of flexible dieting how to track alcohol when to take a reverse diet or to go through the period of recovery diet the flexible dieting guide also talks about diet breaks how and when to use those has a bunch of recipes and also provides you with those infographics that that explain carbs, fats, proteins, so that you can get a really great understanding of what all of those foods are all about. That is it for today's episode, guys. Thank you for tuning in. As always, know that I appreciate you, and I will catch you next week. Bye for now. Guys, I'm on a really big mission here, and I want to transform one million lives, but I need your help. I can't do it alone. I want you to take this episode, share it with just one person. Maybe it's a friend or a family member or maybe a coworker, just one person who could really benefit from the information in this week's episode or perhaps a previous episode. That is how we create impact. That is how we get this movement going. That's how we take people from feeling tired and just not having a fulfilled life and we put them into fulfilling their full potential. So I challenge you guys to share this with just one person. It would mean the world to me. And as always, head on over to iTunes, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. They come out every single Thursday. That is my commitment to all of you guys so that you guys can continually grow, expand, and fulfill your full potential. Have a great week. We'll catch you next time. Lots of love. Ange.